Welcome to the Jazz Piano School Podcast, episode number 262. Welcome to the Jazz Piano School Podcast. Learn jazz piano without all the guesswork. Now, your host, Brendan Lowe. Welcome to the Jazz Piano School Podcast, where we have one mission, that is to help you achieve jazz piano freedom so that you can express your true inner soul and emotions instead of having to copy what others have shown you. Now, we do this by providing structured and organized jazz piano education on specific jazz piano tools that you can then take and use over any tune so that you have complete jazz piano freedom. All right, welcome to the Jazz Piano School Podcast, episode number 262. My name is Brendan Lowe, creator and founder of Jazz Piano School. Thank you so much for being here. Now, um, I probably sound, oh no, I didn't do that. Okay, I thought, I tried to record a podcast last week. It didn't work because I had COVID and that was rough. That was a rough time. (laughs) I'm still kind of sick, so I do apologize if I start coughing, but um, I'm feeling much better. Um... My health concerns are, you don't have to be worried. (laughs) I didn't say that right, but I'm doing well. I'm doing well, you know. And so I'm getting over it, and my voice is coming back slowly but surely. But here we are doing another podcast. I tried to do one last week because I was like, man, I can't can't miss the podcast, right? And my team was like, Brendan, you can't do it. And so... Anyway, I tried. It was miserable. I could barely speak. Like I was coughing and snotting. Just all the things you want to hear, I'm sure. But, you know, it didn't happen. And here we are. So this is going to be a fun one. I'm going to give you five different ways to make simple improv sound professional. Sound amazing. Sound gorgeous. Sound beautiful. And before I get into that, one of the things I want to say right now is that The Jazz Piano School Accelerator Program, Fall 2022 program, is open. It's open. And I currently have um, 11 spots available. 11 spots available. I have nine students enrolled. Well, I kind of have 10 spots available because one person um, asked me to reserve a spot for them. But anyway, that's besides the point. But if you want more information on this, (coughs) what this is going to be, is it's going to be an intensive three-month-long program that I am running, which will give you exclusive access to me, my team, education for myself, group lessons, small pod lessons, private lessons, master classes from guests, open mic nights, weekly playing assignments where I will personally provide feedback on your playing assignments, weekly playing assignments based on your goals. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. Now, again, you can kind of relate this to a college course if you were to take a college jazz piano course but not really because the touch points you're gonna have with me and my team are gonna be like tenfold you know if you go to a college close class once a week you're gonna have way more touch points and activities with me than just once a week and you'll be able to interact with me talk to me ask me questions obviously you'll be in a group you'll all be learning from each other it's gonna be amazing community experience and it's going to be fantastic. It's just going to be a fantastic time. Again, it is for three months. The biggest thing is that people have a hard time committing to the calendar because there are a lot of activities on there, right? So the first thing you're going to want to do, if you do want more information about this, you want to check out the calendar, you want to check out all the benefits and features that are going to be in the program, you're going to want to go to jazzpianoschool.com forward slash small group. 
jazzpianoschool.com forward slash small group. And again, this is an exclusive program. It's the first time it's ever being run. <coughs> Excuse me. Still got little. Oh, I'm going to sneeze. <coughs> and there it is. You know, it's funny. You listen to podcasts and you think, you wonder how much do they edit out, right? Well, you know, I like to keep things real. So I don't barely edit out. I was about to say the S word, but I'm not. I don't edit out crap. So you just heard a real sneeze on my podcast. <laughs> now my nose is stuffed up. But anyway, go to jazzpianoschool.com forward slash small group. Enter your email address. It is an exclusive program. So it does require a commitment, a large commitment from the student. And because of that, this is why I'm requesting you put your email address in. Um, you're going to get an email with the calendar. You can look that over. And if you want to continue the conversation about being in the program, then just reply to that email and let me know, hey, the calendar does work for me. Can we talk more about this? And I'll say, yeah, absolutely. So um, it's going to be really, really fun. And I really can't wait. My goal is to, again, provide the fastest results to students in the shortest amount of time. Now, three months is a long time, but it's also not that long, right? So my goal is to really hone in on the goals that you want to make progress on, right? And just crush them. Just really provide phenomenal results to whatever specific goal that you're trying to make progress in. You don't know how to overcome some things. You don't know what to do. You're stuck. You just want to see more progress. You just want to get better. You've been kind of spinning your wheels, whatever the reason. I mean, there's so many, all the students have joined already are coming from lots of different areas, right? Lots of different places. But whatever your own reason is, I'm here to help. And that's what this program is for. It's to accelerate your progress and again, just tackle whatever it is that you want, that you desire in your own playing, okay? So that's gonna be really fun. Um, again, jazzpianoschool.com forward slash small group. It's gonna start in September, September 6th. So right now what's happening is because of all the early enrollments, there's bonus time you get with me personally. Um, not to mention I do a kickoff session with you personally, set up a plan for you, talk about what our goals are going to be together, um, obviously give you an assessment, things like that, talk about the program. And anyone who does sign up early will get this bonus time from me. And essentially, they'll be able to use that to make progress and all the way up until the start of the class and through the class. So it's like a six-month program. If you sign up now, you get June, July, August, and then September, October, November, and then a little bit into December because we have a week off in um, November for Thanksgiving. All right. So again, the earlier you sign up, the more bonus time you get with me. Jazzpeelschool.com forward slash small group. All right. Besides that, things are going well. And obviously, kind of through the bad parts of my, my COVID debacle um, and getting back at it. Right. So I'm excited. So this is going to be a fun podcast to do. Again, five different aspects on how to create make simple improv sound amazing. All right, here we go. All right, so the first thing is repetitive patterns. Repetitive patterns. I'm going to be using the tune Have You Met Miss Jones. Any sort of repetitive patterns are going to instantly make simple improv sound better. Check it out.
right? So that was just a small repetitive pattern. Now, it didn't sound that great, but again, it, it was catchy, right? And anytime you can repeat patterns, kind of use them over and over and over again, it will kind of add and lend itself to that kind of catchiness, right? I could do something like this. So again, just repeating things over and over. That's all you needed. Any sort of repetitive patterns are instantly going to make simple improv sound better, right? Sound like professional. Again, you don't really need to know much. Just repeat a couple notes. If, if you just know your kind of your basic scales or even just your you know, whatever, your Ionian mode, your major scale. This is in the key of F. Have you met Miss Jones? Right, so if you know your F major scale, just play notes from the F major scale. You can go. Right, now obviously you can see I'm kind of changing it a little bit as I go. Sorry for my sniffles, I just got over COVID, so still having residual effects, but you can change things in a very slight manner, and that'll give a little tweak or twist on exactly what you're trying to get at, right? But any sort of repetitive patterns are gonna be great for your improv. It can be a couple notes, it can be one note, it can be a bunch of notes, it doesn't matter. You could go. played that line four times and people didn't really know any better they'd be like oh wow this, this person sounds pretty good you that might be the only thing you know and then maybe you play it the other way right instead of going you could go up right so just repeat things like you don't always have to play different notes every time. That's a lot of things, a lot of, you know, beginner students think they, there's so many notes here, it's very overwhelming. They think they have to play all over the place, right? You don't have to. Just make some sort of simple music sound good. that one little thing for the whole entirety of the first you know a section right so anyway repeat things number one number two okay number two play with melodies different types of melodies right the different types of melodies are going to allow you to the listener and yourself and your soul to latch on to certain types of movements right so any sort of small simple melodies are going to be really great and just what i was just playing there that was a melody, right? It's just a small melody. But you could play more simple melodies. You could go. You could play it again. Small, simple melodies, right? Now, what notes am I using? Again, I'm just taking notes from the F major scale. 
depending upon what level you're at, obviously you can pull from a lot of different things. If you know your blues scale, obviously, play around with melodies from your blues scale. Now, obviously, I was combining two different things. I was taking repetitive lines and melodies. And so, again, what's the difference? They're very similar, but again, melodies are going to have some sort of harmonic motion kind of and movement to them. Um, repetitive things are you just kind of repeating different small ideas, right? But melodies are going to be great. Small, simple melodies. Three, just try and stick between three to five notes. Even two notes is okay. All right, so melody is going to be great. I'm going to talk about something called motifs in just a second, but again, we're only on number two. I'm going to talk about rhythms. Okay, I want to talk about rhythms. So, rhythms are obviously really, really important in improvisation and jazz too, right? If you don't have rhythmic content, it's going to sound very bland. Like, for example, imagine if I were to play a solo with all chord notes. Even if, I, even if I play legato, right? One, two, three, four, one, two. That doesn't sound good because there's no rhythmic contrast. Now, I am creating melodies, but the melodies don't really mean much because there's no rhythm. There's no rhythmic variation, right? So what if I played all eighth notes? doesn't matter how many bebop approaches or bebop lines or blues lines I use. If I'm just playing all eighth notes, it's still not going to sound good. So the point of this is <coughs> you have to use rhythmic variety in your solo in order for it to sound good. And it doesn't have to be much. Remember, the purpose of this is to increase, make simple things sound professional, right? So all you need to do Take quarter notes, eighth notes, and maybe triplets with space, okay? And put rest in there. So what do I mean by rest? Is like if I have a quarter note into an eighth note. So one, two, and, right? And then I take some space. So variety of rhythms is really going to help elevate your sound to sounding that much more professional. Always ask yourself, am I playing all eighth notes? Am I playing all quarter notes? Am I using one or the other a lot? Am I not switching it up? Am I playing a lot of eighth notes and not many quarter notes? Or am I playing a lot of triplets and barely any quarter notes? Or am I playing a lot of quarter notes and barely any eighth notes? Right? So always ask yourself those things. So that's going to be rhythm. So, so far we covered repetitive lines melodic lines, rhythmic lines. Now we're going to cover motifs. So motifs are going to be a fun one because it's really about thematic development here. So motifs are going to be like storylines or characters. Picture them as characters, right? In a book where you you're introduced to a character and you're you're listening about the character, reading about the character, and then maybe you're introduced to another character, and then you start learning about that character, and then these two characters meet. Maybe they come together, right? And they start interacting with each other. 
So motifs are like characters, right, in a story. So I may start a motif as some sort of melodic line or rhythm, right? Now, melodies and rhythms can both be, you know, motifs in them in and of themselves, or they can be together a motif, a, a rhythmic melodic motif. So here's my motif, here's my character. So I established that motif, okay, that's a character, I've played it enough, you now know that character. Maybe I introduce another character. Actually, let's tweak this character a little bit, I don't want to start introducing new characters yet. Let's say we want to develop this character, obviously, because stories develop characters. Maybe I do this. That new character is still the same character, but it's got a little edge to it, right? It's kind of developed a little bit. I changed one note, right? Instead of this, I went like this. I think I went like this. Yeah, that was what it was. So I changed just a little aspect of that character. Now the essence of the character, the essence of the motif is still the same, but I changed one note. One note, now check it out. All right, here's your character. Now what did I do there? Was I still had the same character, but now he's really in a new spot, right? They are in a new spot, whoever, right? So it's this, what happened there? The rhythm was the same, but it all shifted up. It wasn't just a small change, it was a huge change, but you still felt the essence of the character, the essence of the motif, right? So you can start to roll with this and really move your character into lots of new worlds, lots of new places. And again, this motif can kind of start to move all over the place. Check it out. I change it a little bit. Now I went down that time. essence of the theme going through your solo, right? Cutting through all the different types of chords, but that same rhythm might be the same. Obviously the notes might be different, or maybe you keep the notes the same, but you change the rhythm, right? So there's so many different ways you can do it. You can play with it. And again, like I said before, you can start to introduce new characters. Now, instead of just taking that one theme, have a new character in my story whatever it is right it doesn't have to be as um, complicated as that I could go sorry right so you have two different characters saying the same same like different things but kind of bring bot brought together in the story 
so that last time the the other character spoke more right because i went or something right so you could tell that that second line was part of that first character it was speaking more than that first the the second character right so the the character up here was starting to speak more than the character down here all right <coughs> so uh motifs are really what are is going to make some sort of simple improv sound great now again think about what i'm using here i'm not learning massive licks i'm not learning reharms modal hexatonic scales pentatonic scales all over the place playing giant steps whatever all i'm doing is thinking about simple thematic improvisational development and that's what so many solos are missing even to this day hearing students burn all these amazing solos i don't i really don't hear that much development in their solo like sure it's a lot of fancy notes with a lot of theoretical concepts applied and patterns and moving through all, all the keys cool but like where's the content like why is the story good like can you imagine reading a story in a book like that like just words and words and words with no character development where the story never goes anywhere it's going to be pretty boring right let's move on to number five all right so what we have here right now repetitive lines melodic lines rhythmic lines motifs now number five is going to be contrast and texture right so contrast and texture now texture is really about how you play something okay and contrast is going to be about kind of the what the what right so the the texture is the how the contrast is the what so if i'm going to play a note like this i can play that a lot of ways i, I played it staccato i could also play it <coughs> excuse me legato kind of held I could play it softer right dynamics I could play so I could accent certain variables like of it so there's so many different ways to play notes I could also slur into it I can come down from the other way I could go from a whole step right uh, sorry. I don't know why I keep wanting to play that note. And I could go from below. I could trill it. There's so many different ways to play one note. Right? So think about all the different types of textures you have at your disposal. And then that's just one note. If I were to play two notes, I could play loud and then get soft. I can play soft and get loud. So many different ways. Now, contrast is about what you're playing. So if you're playing a lot of loud stuff, make sure you have a balance of contrast always in your soul. If I'm playing lots of notes, right, that's going to be one texture. But you want to have contrast. So imagine if I, and again, I'm just kind of noodling all over the place. I'm not even thinking about what I'm playing, right? When I move to that new texture, it catches your ear instantly. Why? Because it's a big contrast in what you're playing. Whereas if I start my solo like this,
then I just start playing lots of notes, that's gonna catch your ears too because I'm instantly changing the contrast, right? And again, it's the same for space. How much space are you using? Little space or a lot of space? A lot of notes or a little amount of notes? <coughs> are you using lots of eighth notes or a little amount of eighth notes, right? Are you going big? Are you going small? What register are you playing in? Are you playing in all in the high register, all in the low register? Why don't you solo down here? Oscar was famous for this. Right, that low register is great. Now, obviously, if you're soloing all in the low register and you never move up to the middle or high, guess what? Your contrast is going to be off. Your balance is going to be off. You need contrast in everything you do. That's what's going to make things sound good. Just picture yourself doing one thing over and over and over again. That gets boring. The fact that Oscar would go from the low end and then move into the high end, that was the contrast that sounded good. If he took all his solos in the low end, would it sound good? No, right? Because there's no contrast. All right, so let's review again. So the first thing to make simple ideas go from simple to sounding really professional is repetitive patterns. Just play something over and over and over again, a small idea. Right, just repeat something over and over and over again. It's automatically gonna make some improv sound better like if you're a total beginner just repeat second thing try and you know try and play melodies some sort of melodic content so like simple melodies that you can sing back that are easy sing that back? Absolutely. I'm guessing 90% of the listeners out there, 95%, 99% of listeners could sing back what I just played. Okay. Number three, have rhythmic content. You need rhythmic content. You can't just have all eighth notes, all chord notes. You need a variety of rhythms, right? Lots of different rhythms, eighth notes, triplets, chord notes, sixteenth notes, right? Chord note triplets, all sorts of rhythms. The more rhythms you can have, the better. It's going to sound like a fun drum solo, right? That's going to be number three. Motifs is about building characters in your solo, characters. So when you have some sort of character, develop it. Don't just introduce a character and then get rid of it, right? If you play an idea or you develop a character like this. I'm still just using the same character. I could play that for the rest of my course. I could probably develop that character for two to three courses, right? That's going to be a motif. Don't uh, abandon ideas or motifs very quickly. <clears throat> Number five is going to be contrast and textures. How and what? How you play a note. Right? 
how you play a note and the amount of contrast and balance you have based on the textures that you're using. So if I were all play up here, it catches your ear immediately because guess what? I just jumped up to that high register. I had been playing this whole podcast in the middle register. I jumped up here and you were probably like, I can guarantee you were listening. You're like, ooh, ooh, that sounds really good. That sounds great. Right. Why? Because I changed the contrast. I changed the texture on you. But what happens is you'll start to adapt to that instantly. So I need to give you contrast. If I were to play five courses up here, like, yeah, it'd sound good for a little bit. Then you'd be like, all right, Brendan, I get it. You can play in the high register. Cool. Can you give me something else? You need to continuously switch up the contrast and give balance to all of everything you're playing. All right. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, I'll talk to you soon and work on your simple improv to professional ideas. And I guarantee you your improv is going to start sounding that much better. Take care and talk to you soon.